Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. The podcast where back of house Sally and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up. These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. I'm really excited about this cocktail I'm going to make you, my friend. Not even a hello to the audience. Good no. for you. What a monster. Just how how excited are you that you wouldn't even introduce yourself? No, this is, all right. Hey, uh, let me give me a second to say that that's Marco. Excited man over here is Marco. Uh, I'm Ali Hassan, and I'm pretty excited, too. I love the way you just dove in. Listen, I've been wanting to make this cocktail. This has been on my list since we started. Okay. Yeah, but there were some factors that needed to come into place for me. All right? And they came into place yesterday when I found this. What is it? Okay, so this is Amarena uh, cherries. So it's actual cherries in there? Yeah, they're, they're okay. uh, Italian cherries that are sour in syrup. So they're a dark, sour Italian cherry. Okay. Now, these things have been around... Uh, Fabri is the brand that I'm using here. He, I love this. Mr. Fabri was the first person to sort of take this cherry that was not well known or not well used yeah. and put it in a syrup and sell the syrup and then they sold the cherries. This this product is still in the Fabri family. family. Mm-hmm. It comes in a beautiful jar that is white. Jar. Yeah, white and blue. Yeah. Uh, they're not cheap. That little jar cost me 10 bucks. Okay. But I mean... It's going to last because how many – you're not popping these cherries like it's going out of style. Some people might. It's fruit and syrup. Yeah. Some people might eat this thing in one sitting. But, yes, no, you shouldn't. The reason I'm stressing this particular product here, not because everyone who listens, Marco, only talks about Italian things, but <laughs> it's because these cherries are the cherries that you should be using in your cocktails as opposed to that grotesque maraschino cherry. Okay, good. Okay? Okay. This is a proper cherry for a proper gentleman like you. And I'm not going to serve you anything but the best here, my friend. Okay? Because you deserve it. You work hard. You're trying to be vegan. Yeah. You know, you do all that you can do, and you deserve this when I make this cocktail for you, my friend. Okay? I appreciate it very much. I feel like an insult's coming soon. But anyway, right now, let's sit in this. Thank you for listening. Today, I am making the Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Okay. spoke about this. Yeah. So this is a classic, one of the classic cocktails. The history on this is really obscure. There's a connection to Winston Churchill's mothers in some of the fables. <laughs> There's connections to uh, underground clubs in another tale. I will say this is a cocktail from the 1800s, and it hasn't varied very much from its original formula. So what they were drinking in the 1800s, you'll be drinking today. Okay. Now, when it comes to Manhattans, the, the most controversial part of it is that uh, it, it started, they started by using bourbon from my um, research, but then bourbon was hard to obtain, so they were using American whiskey. Currently, the sort of go-to alcohol that goes into uh, Manhattans is Canadian rye or whiskey. I happen to have American whiskey, so I'm trying to make it as classic as possible yeah. as well. So this this whiskey here that I have is from Detroit. It's called Woodward's uh, or the Detroit area. Mm-hmm. It's a distillery that where they make American whiskey and a bunch of other things. It's fantastic. If you're in, I want to say Farmingdale. I hope I got that right. I apologize, uh, Woodward, if I got it incorrect. Or Valentine. Actually, I should say the bottler is Valentine. The whiskey is called Woodward. Okay. 
And this is a, this is a bourbon. This is a Woodward Limited bourbon. They say which is made from corn and rye and barley. Right. Right. But it's a it's a. But you'll see on the front here it says whiskey. So it's an American whiskey okay. versus our whiskey, which is wheat barley based kind of thing. Right. Okay. I think. Uh, okay. Don't quote me 100 percent on that because I'm sure I got that a little bit wrong. But I wanted to use an American whiskey to make it because it is called the Manhattan. And uh, the best sort of source is that it came from the Manhattan Club in New York City, and that's where it got its name. That's that's the story that I think is the truest. But who am I, right? You're a guy who does a lot of reading, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, I like to. Oh, I need one more thing. I don't have my jigger, so let me grab my Hilarious. jigger. I don't have Hilarious. it because we used it a, a moment ago. So just give me a second. I'm going to grab a jigger. Yeah. A jigger is an actual word, by the way. In case you're wondering, is he allowed to say that? He he is because it's a thing, and it's a. It's a strainer, I guess. I don't know why they don't just call it a strainer. But uh, as always, it's Marco, a measure. Um, oh, that's what that's it is. The that's the jigger. The jigger is uh, uh, one side is one ounce and the other side is two ounces, right? Uh, yeah, kind yeah. of. Like, yeah. It depends on the jigger you have. It could be different. Okay. Uh, now, a perfect martini, which I'm not going to make for you, is going to have equal portions of these two alcohols. I'm going to make you the sort of classic uh, Classic and perfect not being the same thing. Correct. Wow. All right. So, um, in other words, this is the classic version of the original version, a perfect martini, which there's a uh, – sorry, a perfect Manhattan, which there's a bunch of different Manhattans you can order that have different alcohols in it, would have equal portions. So, what we're going to do here is two ounces of whiskey. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be all right with it. I'm finishing all your – well, no, I'm not. Okay, yeah. good, good. Somebody else right. can get some of that. Yeah. And then I'm going to do a half ounce of sweet vermouth. And th there's different types of vermouth, too, I imagine. There's sweet vermouth and then just regular vermouth? So this, yeah, sweet vermouth is the dark vermouth. Okay. So it's made, it's a grape-based uh, digestive that is often used in cocktails. Uh, and the dry vermouth, which is in a lot of martinis, yeah, it is from the white grapes. Yeah. Once again, I'm pretty sure of that. My uh, cousin and I, when we were 14, uh, drank a half a bottle of the uh, that white vermouth. Oh, shit. Because we were just like, booze is booze, right? This is disgusting, yeah. but let's do it. And um, I felt pretty ill. So, and then a Don't dash. Yep, Angostura of, bitters. Uh, Angostura bitters or whatever bitter you have. Oh, that's more than the dash. Oh, well. <laughs> I didn't expect it to go up that fast. And I'm going to stir this till chilled. So this is not a shaking one. This is just a stirring. Okay. And the cherries are not part of the mixing process. No. Okay. no, you could if you want it really sweet and you want to throw a little dash of the cherry syrup in there. Right. Be my guess, but I think you taint you taint a bit of the uh, the experience of the martini. I okay. think I think it really needs the cherry to be uh, just placed. Oh, in. it's such a beautiful color. It's actually uh, it looks like it's the color of chocolate. It's like more than crimson. It's yeah. a beautiful brown. So I'm going to give you three. Are you okay with three? I'm okay with three. Because usually it calls for one, but I think when you have good cherries, yeah. one bullshit maraschino cherry, three fantastic. Um, Fabra de, no, Fabra Amarena. Amarena. Yeah, it's Fabra, called an Amarena cherry. Fabra is the family. Fabri. But who's county? Who's county? So... I, I don't know if you want to take a photo Man, of I'm that. I'm excited about this. this now, is, do you like Manhattan's? Is Manhattan I've one of the I've been in Manhattan's, and I, I've enjoyed them. I I feel like I'm going to enjoy yours more. I think, uh, let's see. He's just taking a, a because vote. of your passion. Well, this is one of those classic cocktails. If you like a strong cocktail and you want just to sip something and ah, just, do you great. like it? It's yeah. great, man. Oh, it's good. Yeah. So, oh, you. Tell me. Not to, uh, 
not to ex- exclude our our female listeners in any way, but this this there's a machismo about this. I don't know. It's like I feel more manly as I take a sip. Yeah. Listen, that? I will say this. This is certainly not a drink that's confined by gender. No. It is confi- confined by whether you like a strong proper cocktail. Yeah. So, I think it's I think it's a sexy drink whether it's drunk by a man or a woman. Of course. And I would say some people if you want a Manhattan on the rocks, f- so be it, but I think this is a drink that needs to be straight up and if you if it's properly chilled or stirred in the shaker, so you put it in the shaker with ice, pour those ingredients into it and give it a good old-fashioned stir. Yeah. And then pour it into a glass. Yeah, I would say the last thing you want is that to be diluted with mm-hmm. your last sip. So if you had an ice cube, one big huge ice cube maybe. But uh, but you don't even need it. I'm going to want you to taste the, the cherries sure. in a second. Let them soak for just a, sure. a moment longer if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, the other thing about Manhattan, this is one of those things when you're like, I'm going to place and I want to have one drink. I don't want to have a lot of drinks, but I want to have one drink that's yeah. going to just set me straight for the evening. Or you're meeting with a friend or even a business person and you want a drink that you can just sip. And not feel like you have to order multiples or you're worried about, yeah. will I get too wasted on it? Get yourself a Manhattan. That's my advice. And you, by the way, earned so much credibility. A couple of weeks ago, we were doing an episode and it was like something, you, you made the corpse survivor number two. Yeah. And I've never heard of this. And I'm like, so bartenders will know what this is. And you said a self-respecting bartender will know what this is. Fast forward two days later, I'm in Saskatoon at a place called Aiden, award-winning restaurant. Sarah, the bartender, makes me a corpse survivor number two. It is there on their cocktail list. I've never seen it, and it was fantastic. Say what you want about Sarah. She makes a fantastic it's, cocktail. It's what I say about Marco <laughs> that is a concern to people. Sarah, I've never had a bad word for. Uh, yeah, no, Aiden was great, and they really know their cocktails. And so uh, I, I say that because when you say, when you go here, order it like this, I think maybe you know what you're talking about. Every once in a while, I get it right. You I'm do. sure in this episode so far, I've made like three or four mistakes. People I've heard are probably saying, yeah. uh, but I do want you to taste the cherries. It's time. just so you can tell me what those cherries are like, and if you agree, they're the ones that belong in cocktails. Oh, oh my God! I'll never eat a maraschino cherry again yeah. in my life. Not even in a fruitcake. Yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. So these I cherries. I've had these before. It's reminiscent of something. I feel like I've had it before, but. Never fully appreciated it for what it is. These are proper cherries. If you're making a sundae, mm. and you, you this want... on the, there's a picture of some ice cream on the. Uh, you see that? On oh the yeah, air. I didn't even notice that. Yeah. yeah, use these cherries now. A lot of co- a lot of bartenders will use just the syrup in their cocktails. Yeah. So I'm going to look for a cocktail that I think uh, is going to be something in your wheelhouse, and yeah. I'm going to make now sure that, that you we spent the ten dollars. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Oh, this is really good, and in fact, in fact. You take two sips or three sips, and then you eat a cherry. Like, this is really something good. Amazing. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, so wow. that is the Manhattan. My friends, if you haven't had one, it's okay. a cocktail you Let need to try. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Sorry, before we move no. on. If I ordered a Manhattan in a, in a, in a nice restaurant or a you know, cocktail bar, would I be getting it like this? You should. It should be. Or should I ask for it to be bourbon, not whiskey? That's entirely up to you. Okay. That's it. The the bourbon is going to give it a um, 
a more subtle flavor, a little more gentle flavor, almost a slightly sweeter flavor than the rye is going to. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on what you, if you are a bourbon drinker, yeah. you're going to want it with bourbon. So I say I'll have a Manhattan with bourbon, bourbon please. Yeah. And as far as cherries go, can I expect most places to give me maraschino? It depends on the place you're at. So sure. if they're a quality place yeah. that doesn't just seem to throw drinks you know, across the bar because they can make them, but it's like a place that takes their pride in their drinks. They're yeah. going to have, maybe they won't have these, but they're going to have quality cherries. And they'll always use sweet vermouth. That goes without saying. Yeah. That's always Yeah. Now, there okay. are uh, Manhattan versions with dry vermouth. It's called a something else Manhattan. You'd have to look it up. Uh, there was a whole list of them. I was like, I'm not going to go through all these because it just seems ridiculous when I'm yeah. making the classic Manhattan. But yeah, there you can have it with other things. You can have it with rum instead of bourbon you can have it with tequila it's called something else you know so yeah there's a bunch of different bourbons you can have but this is the classic sorry bunch of different hens you can have but this is the classic you know as i'm getting more into this sort of plant-based food mm -hmm. i find myself spending less money on food and a smart person would take that money and save it i instead am pushing it towards alcohol that's fine so rather than beers i'm having more you know twelve dollar so do you have rye in your in your on your liquor shelf? Of course. Or bourbon? Yeah, we don't have bourbon. So you have rye though. I have rye, but I have weird rye. Like I have like this hundred dollar bottle of Japanese okay. rye whiskey. You so know? you're not going to want to mix that. That, no, that exactly, you're going to drink on the exactly. No. So get but yourself we have CC. We have great. CC is perfectly yeah. fine. Do you have uh, sweet vermouth? No. Get yourself a bottle of uh, Martini Rossi. Yeah. The small bottle, even you don't need a huge bottle. Sure. And then some nice cherries. And, and, uh, but the dry vermouth won't work in this. So I'll probably need two because when you make a good martini, yeah. all of martini, whatever, you'll sure. need the dry, dry vermouth. Yeah. Right? But mm -hmm. now martini and Rossi, you don't have to get them in the, yeah, the uh, 750. You yeah. can get them in, the I think, the 500 milliliter okay. uh, bottles. And that might serve you better until you realize this is the drink I want to serve people or I yeah. want to serve myself when I'm, you know home for the night and I want to watch a nice program or whatnot or spend yeah. time with your loved ones and just enjoy a cocktail, this might be the one you want. There you go. I love it. Before we go to the next se segment, if you were to sum up this cocktail, how would you describe it? Because is this the first time you've had it in Manhattan? It's the first time I've had it taste this good. Okay. I've had it before. I haven't enjoyed it that much. There's an artificial taste to it. Something sure. tastes so good about this. This to me, now this is the way my mind works. I don't know. This is not fact. This sure. is just my feeling here. That's what I'm asking for. I'm yeah. not asking for you to give me a dissertation. No, no, on no. Uh, well, so if, 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 um, if drinks are along a spectrum... This is on the, the, the sweet end, the perfect sweet end. Anything sweeter than this, you know, I'm not, I'm not a You're fan, not so I don't bad. even count it. And then I feel like the opposite of this drink, which I also love, the other side of the coin, is a dirty olive martini. Because you put three cherries on a sick, I'm picturing three olives, and I'm picturing the vermouth and the vodka and, like, the, the tartness of a dirty martini. And this is the opposite of that, and it's equally amazing. And I it's often served martini. in a martini glass. It yeah. has the stick with the with the items on it, like you said. Yeah. And like a martini, it only has two alcoholic ingredients, right? Right. So there you vermouth go. Vermouth and gin or vermouth and uh, vodka. Uh, yeah. So, so you're not wrong. This is just the sweet cousin yeah. of the martini. Sweet, sweet cousin, huh? Who Did doesn't you? like their sweet cousin? Oh, yeah. That's awkward. Okay, well, let's move on to the food. I'm really excited about this. Now, I know this is going to feel like vegan propaganda. This is not what this is. Listen, okay? this we, show is not a vegan show. It's not I a know. vegan show. Uh, the, the, you know, it's, the problem with the two of us is yeah. that Italian, Pakistani, two of the most 
you know, highest meat consumers yeah. uh, in the world. I'm sure of it. I mean, we're top 10. We're sure, for sure, sure top 10. Yeah. I know there's Argentinians and Brazilians. have. The, I mean, but we're way up there. So yeah. we have our own insecurity. Every time I do something, and I wouldn't have this insecurity if I wasn't eating plant-based. Okay. I only have it because I'm plant-based and I, I need to be apologetic. And I don't need to be apologetic. You don't need to be in apologetic. In the last 50 episodes, we've had plenty of things that didn't have meat on them. They're just plain delicious. Listen, and that's what I'm bringing to the table. We're taking a stroll down vegan lane, down plant-based Don't vein. say we. You're a fraud okay. and a phony, but Listen. I am doing two months. I'm doing a solid two yeah. months and then I celebrate, as I said, I'm doing backstrokes in a lamb curry at the end of it. That does not mean this is a vegan or plant-based podcast. So if you're someone who enjoys eating meat, don't worry. This is not. We're not exactly doing that right. to you. Exactly okay? right. It just. It just so happens we have some episodes where we're not featuring meat. That's right. And just if you like, are plant based, welcome. Love you. No matter what you do. Yeah. Okay. Listen, yeah. we love our vegan, plant based, uh, pescatarian friends. Okay. Maybe not as much <laughs> as our meat eating friends, but we love them nonetheless. We love them nonetheless. Okay. Come on. All right. So this is. This looks fantastic. Okay. So why don't you take a bite? Take a little. Can I just bite take, a bite? take a what, bite? Shall I squeeze the lemon on it? Please do. Because I love to squeeze a fresh lemon. On stuff like I like, I'd rather squeeze a lemon than put a sauce, because a sauce can mask shit. I thought, a I lemon thought there can. was a joke coming there. No, okay, no, great. No yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. Have that one lemon. Great. Eat it like that. Don't do the sauce uh, until you feel you need to. Until you. Oh, so mm, mm. this is a yellow split pea fritter. Now, I've been up at night looking at what kind of like you know plant based recipes. I'm just trying to cut meat for two months, two solid months. We get it. We get it, right? So I, I, as a as a Pakistani, we'd make something called aloo tikkis, which are like these potato cutlets or potato patties. I'm like, aloo being a, potato, if aloo, you to our, yeah, yeah, and tikkis being like small, like morsels, basically. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting excited about these various things that I'm making. The other day, I made like a stir fried rice with bok choy and mushrooms. It was just fantastic. Cashews, mushrooms, bok choy. Who doesn't love it? This is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is beautiful. If I tell you how simple this thing is, Marco. This it's is beautiful. Unbelievable how simple it is. I've never had this. I've never made this until this morning. And so I made, I soaked them overnight. Okay. Uh, you know, a cup of um, lentils. Uh, lent- yeah, well, it's, it's called yellow split peas. Okay. That's what it technically is. So okay. it's, But it's in the lentil or pulses family. So I soaked them overnight. And I'm going to have pictures on Instagram and on our, on our site, um, on our various sites of all of this. I soak them overnight. I put them in the food processor. I add a, a red onion. Uh, some green onion, some cilantro, some cumin, chili flakes, whatever f- flavors you want. Personally, the spices I put were cumin, garam masala, and chili flakes. And then I add salt. And then I just. There's no bread in this. That's it. There's no bread in this. There's then no I ground bread in this. It. There's no bread. And I was very suspicious because it's such a, a soft thing that you put in your hand. You're like, this is going to just. It looks like there's like bread a in this. I know. It tastes nutty like there's bread in I this. Know. Can I have another one? P- Please, what are we doing here, huh? No, I'm saving it for the other person who's on this podcast with me. Of course, this is gonna. good, man. This I'm is very happy. this is. Yeah, you could make this. Okay, here's what the only thing I would add to it. Tell me, right Italian now. parsley chopped up. Of course, yeah, of course. So yeah. I put cilantro in there, and we even have parsley right. at home, so I can absolutely yeah. do that. There's still a big mixture at home. This can you do that and I'm, let me know? Send me a text if it works. Okay, of course. We won't tell work. our listeners. I just want to know myself. <laughs> no, of course it would work. And this is something like if I get some sort of like a hamburger buns or small little you know uh, buns, I'll put this in a in a bun. Give a couple of those to my kids. This is a great lunch. Uh, it's a great appetizer. It's a great snack on the go. It's a great snack on the go. And I just I literally discovered this this morning. I've never made this before. This is something I was, you know, just on my phone at night. My wife's like, get off your phone. You're supposed to be sleeping. I'm like, hey, I'm looking up recipes to cook for you, lady. You could put this in a, a wrap. 
Yes. With some leaves? Yes, because it's reminiscent of falafel. So yeah. anything you do with falafel, you, you can, can probably do, with do this. this. Yeah. You could almost convince a kid that their chicken fingers, let them dip. Unbelievable. Yeah. I absolutely agree with you. There's no I bread mean, in this. There's, there's no, no bread, bread in it this. It looks like... And look, no one's more surprised than I am. It, I swear to you, it was so soft. You know when you make a, you take you take meat and you make like, yeah, um, like a meatballs, a, yeah. right? You know that consistency. Yeah. Think the opposite of that. This thing was just like, just like floating in my hand almost. Not not too super watery, but it was like very hard to shape, make a shape with it. And so I put it in gently into the, some some oil that was frying. Are you saying like, like a, a pudding? Like does it have a consistency of yogurt or pudding? Not quite. Okay. Not quite. But okay. but but approaching that okay. compared to the texture of meat, so I was like, this is never going to so work. So like hummus, out. like a like a almost gritty hummus yes. or a polenta type. Yes, okay. Okay. exactly. It was like putting hummus in my hands. I'm like, this is not going to. Yeah, because how shape. how do you keep its shape? As soon as it hits the oil, what oil are you using? I used an olive oil. Okay. As soon as it, hit, it hits the olive oil, it starts to form a little crust on the bottom. Mm-hmm. You wait three minutes, you flip it, and it was a uh, it was a revelation, man. High in fiber. High in fiber. Yellow split peas are great for that. Yeah. High in vitamin K's, B's, and all that kind of business, I'm sure. <laughs> sure I don't know. I couldn't sure, tell you. Sure. But it's got to be with what you have in sure. there. Uh, uh, I believe calcium as well because I was looking up various things because I, I won't have much calcium as a vegan or as a plant-based eater, I thought. Uh, a lot of lentils and pulses will have calcium and, and other uh, nutrients that you think you're not going to get because you're not having meat. I don't feel full. I don't feel like I have a uh, – a, like a – Stone in my stomach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, you're frying them. That's the only thing that people might be a little bit averse yeah. to. Well, look, if you can try to bake them, you can. I'm, no. I'm new to this world. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you could potentially, if I visualize this, if you warmed up, uh, when I say warmed up, I mean really heated like um, uh, a, a sheet, like a cookie sheet type yeah. of thing. If you heat it up in the oven. Like as you're preheating the right. oven, the cookie sheet's in there, and then you add this to the sheet, you might be in business. Could you – okay, so if someone's concerned, could you take a, pre- a pan and use some of that spray yeah. and make it like almost like a like a pancake? Like you know how you use a little bit of that spray sure. and do it if you're concerned yeah. and then still get similar results? You yeah. want to be that person? No, I don't want to be that person because <laughs> to me this is perfect, and I like the browning, and I don't think yeah. you're going to get the browning if you do it any other way. Yeah. But for well, me, I this think is... if it hit a hot pan, yeah. a cast iron pan in the oven, yeah. I think it would get brown, and then the other side, maybe you'd have to broil it or you could flip it. I don't know. I don't know. Worth trying. You could make this into a burger patty, and I know that you're really yes. against calling it that, yeah, but like exactly. if you're going to make a uh, split pea cutlet, let's say. Cutlet. I yeah. Because yeah. you know what? It kind of looks like a veal, like a uh, fried veal. It does. Yeah. yeah it kind of has really that does. look to it. It's so you know what? So then you can. Okay. Just follow me for a second. All right. I'm with you. All right. You make this bigger cutlet size. Yeah. Okay. You get some nice sourdough bread. Yeah. You take some tomato sauce, a little bit of tomato paste, add what you want, a little bit of spice, heat that up, drizzle it on this. Yeah. And if you are a cheese, if you're if you're having lactose or cheese, melt some cheese on it and eat that. Don't tell me that's a fantastic sandwich. Sandwich. I won't tell you it's not a fantastic sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Because then you've got a uh, a vealless veal cutlet sandwich. Yeah, yeah. This that's is crazy. great. This is okay. This I have to say, I wasn't I wasn't expecting much. Yeah. And you delivered tenfold, <laughs> and it wasn't hard to make. No. You just have to be aware that it's not going to be the consistency you might imagine, correct? But it'll still work. It's, yeah. If you're thinking about meat, 
it's just not that thick. Okay. And you you get concerned. And I think you said the right thing. It's like putting hummus in your hand and wondering, like, how is this going to retain shape? And it does. And it's great. Could you add more spice to this? Like A hundred percent. Like curries or, or like a... Like you a, could. Like uh, a turmeric or a... You could. I think that the, the danger with turmeric is it's a strong flavor right. that uh, that stays strong if it doesn't get cooked through. Okay. Whereas a garam masala, you don't have to. Chili flakes, you don't have to. Okay. Cumin seeds, as long as there's they're warmed for six minutes in a pan, it's not bad. Whereas turmeric, really... You and, and, and curry powder because of the turmeric in it, I think you you risk it being too curryish or turmericish. Okay, yeah, fair enough. But I I think your idea about the herbs, I could have put mint, I could have put parsley in here. Yeah. I think that's great. Put a little bit of yogurt on, like a like a uh, tzatziki sure, on that. Sure, sure. Almost like you think of those um, blinis or latkes, yeah. right? Anything you would serve with that tzatziki would be amazing with this. I, I just want to stress, it's not heavy. Because you look at it, you know it's fried. And it looks and like a dense fried patty. Yeah, right? and it's not. And no. that's I. I gotta say, like that's better than so much of the shit that's pretending to be that that I've seen. Okay, so this is what we were talking about. Yeah, we had a funny conversation about this before. I don't want to. I don't want to hide things from you, listeners. No, no. This is a conversation we had off air where. Um, Marco showed me this. Uh, it's called. It's well. Never mind the name. Yeah. I don't want to shit on the name. It's a. It's a. It's a vegan cheese. And I I'll told, be honest, I bought it because it was on sale and I wanted to try it. Of course. It, no, no. And you should try. Yeah. You yeah, should try. Yeah. But my whole thing is like I'm trying not to eat things that are processed vegan because then how am I any better off with all the processed crap I was eating before? This is supposed to be like a two-month kind of cleanse in sure. a way. And then uh, Marco said, whoa, 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 process. And he started reading the uh, the ingredients. And by ingredient number five, we were laughing because it w- these are unrecognizable substances to try to make something taste like something. Yeah. So I would rather take something where you know every single thing I mentioned is something that is – it's one ingredient. Yeah. And you put it together. And then as you say, then then go go have a party after that. You know, if you I, I can think of like um, there's a tamarind and date chutney. Very sweet, sure. But the tang, the tanginess of uh, of, uh, of tamarind, and the sweetness of dates, like slathered on this and put in a bun. Come on, who's complaining about that? I'm going to encourage you if you're a meat eater to make this because it is really as a person who loves meat, who's also trying to walk down v- vegan lane. Um, this is a great substitute, and I'm going to say if you are someone who's trying to get away from that, or you're currently a vegetarian. Uh, Definitely try this because this is a this is a hit, my friend. This is yeah. a hit. Yeah, this is well done, and I don't say that often. Well, my when my daughters complain about this in their lunch tomorrow, I'm going to say Uncle Marco said this was a hit. This so is stick a hit. that in your pipe and, and smoke it. And I have to say, you know, I was like, I just want it with the lemon, but with the with any sort of complimentary yeah. sauce, it lifts it. It really it, does. it, it really does. does something to it. And I, there wasn't too much salt. I would normally have salted this more, but I'm glad I didn't because then it really lets the lemon speak. It's less these. Hot sauces and chili sauces speak a little bit. It looks attractive, too. That's the other thing I want to say. Like, it doesn't look like, you know how sometimes you get these things and they're like chunks of corn in it and it right. just looks, <laughs> it looks like it's going to fall apart. It doesn't that look said, like. you want to put peas and corns in, uh, peas and corn in it. You could do it. You yeah. could do it. Marco doesn't want to, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I get Good it. job, my friend. Good Great. job. Great. All right. Now for uh, for something you're typically horrified by. I'm grabbing my... Let's uh, let's enter your mouth. Okay. What's in Marco's mouth? That's right. What's in Marco's mouth? It's nothing dirty. Really guessing, really messing. Let's find out. What's in Marco's mouth? I'm grabbing my, my blindfold. And how do you feel? 
I'm still a little pissed off from last time we did this when you made something that was so, so kind of like off the charts that it was like impossible to guess. And then you're like, oh, I was just looking for yeah. one thing. So Wait, I is just this the, the tahini you're talking about? Yeah, the you tahini. You just had to say tahini No, dressing. no, because it wasn't just tahini. All right, you... stop your whining and put your hand out and accept this. Oh, I get this. to put my accept hand out. Accept this, okay. yeah. Today, All right. That's, you're also pissed because I put something in your mouth. I don't use my fingers anymore. No, you're right. I, okay, so this I'm happy about because it's in my hand. Okay, okay. So I'm just feeling it, and it's uh, a rectangular sliver of something. No real discernible smell. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm happy about this. <laughs> After last week's re- relentless, merciless whining, I had to bring you something that tastes good. Orange chocolate. Chocolate orange. This is like Terry's... Terry's orange fucking thing you smash. How dare you? Can Terry's? I have another? Uh, you can, but you're missing one other oh, critical okay. ingre- ingredient, all right? Well, the orange takes over the flavor, so just give me a second. And you give me the smallest piece. It's chocolate, it's orange, and it's... Chili? <laughs> Do you taste chili? I don't know. Maybe it's still leftover from the... Uh... Well, with that fucking laugh, I know it's not chili. <laughs> I just, the way you said chili made me laugh. Chili? As though somebody named Chili showed up at the door. I was just, uh, I'm not laughing at your suggestion. Oh, it's something that Yet. acts as a. This is good quality chocolate, too. What else would you expect, my friend? Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, here, have another one. Okay. Can you give me a piece with the third item that's in it? It's in it. Okay. You can see it. Maybe. Okay. Don't you try to con me into giving you any hints, but. I come here with something easy. I walk down easy street, and you still got a problem with it. I mean, there's no pleasing this guy. Listeners, you understand. There's no pleasing this man. When you find out what this is, three-ingredient chocolate. The the orange masks, whatever it is. Let me think here, man. <laughs> there is something non-binding about this. There is something that's like... I taste, I get to a little bit of grit. I get to a little bit of something. Okay. You tell me what that grit is. Last piece right here. Here we go. All right. Okay. This is it. No more. Not because I don't want to give it to you because it's like four four attempts. What are we doing here, huh? Oh, shit. Oh. It's the fifth ingredient. Actually, it's an ingredient that shows up before the orange on the list of ingredients. Just to let you know. It's a nut. It's like, it feels like a, it's got a little bit of tooth to it. Oh. Hazelnut orange chocolate. I don't know what okay. the third ingredient is. You know is. what? Yeah. You got it, buddy. Did you I? got it. You did I get the hazelnut? It. Now, here's the thing. It says oh. almond orange. It says okay. almond orange. Okay. However, it goes like this. It goes chopped almonds, orange granules, hazelnut paste. Contains almonds and hazelnuts. Okay. You got it. You got it. You You're didn't good. think I was going to get it, right? I didn't you, think you were going to get like, it. Because well, gonna... you had two chances. You, you can get almond or hazelnuts. I was like, you got to get one. How can I? Yeah. How can you not get any nut in there? The problem is like the nuts are like made into a paste. Like it's not like I'm getting a I nut in there. I saw chunks of it. In oh, every... did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no, yeah. I didn't feel. I, in every piece I gave you, there was, was chunks. chunks of okay. It. The, the grit you told. You oh, said the grit. Okay. Well, you did it, buddy. You did. Thank Christ, man. Thank Christ. On my end too. Dude, thank Christ, Christ because now I got a little bit of legitimacy here. <laughs> For Christ. fuck's sakes, man. And you called it a Terry's Orange. Huh? This is a good quality. This is, I mean, the name doesn't sound good quality. It's called Ichoc. I-C-H-O-C. But it's good. 
It's good. I feel like it's a wonderful, um, wonderful product. USDA or USDA organic. Well, there you Anybody go. Nobody cares about. Oh food man, food? I'm happy. I'm happy. I go. thought this was. I'm happy that we had a nice cocktail, a beautiful food item, and good. I was able to get the what's in Marco's mouth. That makes me that. And you know what's nice. Th- that chocolate with this with this cocktail, yeah, yeah, worked nice together. Great. Yeah, worked. Uh, really- listeners, I don't, uh, I don't want to disappoint you uh, in the future. Not all the episodes are like this. This one was a hit, top to bottom. Some yeah. of them, uh, Marco comes in very salty for no good reason, yeah. and and just stays salty the whole way through. And then the choices I make to feed him make him more salty. Yeah, today was a good one. And, They're all good and ones. But to today, be quite very happy. You're never that sweet. Oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah. If I'm salty, you're a little bit bitter, let's say. All right? And that's all the time we have today, folks. <laughs> so we will uh, we will see you again very soon. I'm Ali Hassan. I'm Marco Timpano. Until we eat again. We hope you got your fill of Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode. Bottoms up.